I honestly can't believe I did it. I've lost weight 800 times, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. I've lost weight a lot, and or tried to. And I always gave up, hit plateaus, came up with excuses, whatever you want to hear. I, it, it never worked. And I finally, after after or after 31 weeks, 31 full weeks, I have lost 100.6 pounds. That's pretty awesome. I'm pretty happy with it. I I thought I would be a little bit happier than I am, but I'm still basically just about halfway there. I'm a little bit further than halfway probably, but I have probably at least 80 pounds. I said probably a lot there, didn't I? I have 80 pounds left to lose, I think, and um, I, I've seen that it fail. I've gained it back before, and I'm sick of it. So I'm. I think I'll be happier when I get to where I want to be and not that I'm not proud of myself and not that I didn't work hard, but I, I want to make sure that I don't fall into the same traps that I fell into before. And that's why, um, this week I am very excited to introduce you to on the waistline podcast for the first time, but he's been on my, what was I thinking podcast? He's been on my Patreon. I'm very uh, honored and lucky to have on this week as a guest, my brother, Syatt Fitness, Jordan Syatt. That's his name, Jordan Syatt. He's on Instagram at Syatt Fitness. He has a YouTube channel. He has the inner circle that he does, his own podcast called Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. I'm not sure why it's a mini, um, but it is, and it's a great podcast. He was very helpful to me at the beginning, really setting me on a path to do this. And I'm, I'm very thankful to have him on. Uh, I did want to give a very quick shout out to our sponsors this week. Our spon- We are two amazing sponsors this week. And the first one, I introduced you to, the, to them last week. But they're an amazing, delicious company. And it's Dive Bar Nutrition. So do me a favor. Go to DiveBarNutrition.com. Check out all their flavors, everything they have. They have fun ones called Divorce Cake. This one I'm holding right now is called Mint Chip Madness, and it's part of their gourmet ice cream flavor uh, additions for the summer. They have a lot of great flavors. They're better for you caffeinated protein bars. You heard that right, caffeinated. They come with 90 milligrams of caffeine in them, which is about the exact same that comes in a cup of coffee, so it could replace a cup of coffee. Maybe you're just a little bit sleepy and don't feel like drinking. Whatever the reason may be, go to Dive Bar Nutrition. Phil, the owner, and I have become very great friends. He's an American dude in America making high-quality protein bars. They taste great. He's a master's in exercise science. He knows what he's talking about, and he knows that as a chubby guy, I'm not going to eat something because it's better for me if it tastes like dirt. And... Trust me, Dive Bar Nutrition, nothing tastes like dirt. It's delicious. It's better for you. The caffeine's great. It's an American company. What more do you need? Nothing. You need to go to DiveBarNutrition.com and use code Lee. That's right. Use code Lee to get 25% off. And the best part about that is not only is it the best deal they've ever given, but they're giving it to you every time you order. So go to DiveBarNutrition.com right now and use code Lee for 25% off 
I can't help you with the gift cards, come on, clearance and supersize upgrades, but everything else I can get you 25% off of every order at divebarnutrition.com. Use code Lee. I'm also very happy to introduce you to you this week. It's Sheath Underwear. This is one of their ones they sent me. And by the way, Sheath Underwear reached out because I lost 100 pounds. So it, it means so much more. It means so much more that they're willing. They believe in me. They believe in us. And I'm, I'm so happy that they believe and, and are willing to, to uh, support us. So do me a favor. Go to sheathunderwear.com. It's an, um, another American company. Then this one is actually a veteran-owned company. This company, Sheath Underwear, was born by from a U.S. Army soldier, Robert Patton, and he he came up with the idea for this underwear brand on his second tour in Iraq. If you didn't know, it's not only a soft, the most comfortable, best-looking underwear you're gonna wear. However, it has Pa- uh, pouches inside the underwear, one for your twig and one for your berries. And trust me, even if, if you if you don't have a twig and berries, it's soft and it's great quality and it's comfortable underwear. If you have a twig and berries, you need to be supported. It's an, it's a feeling that you can't even describe. You'll never go back to the old underwear way. So go do me a favor, go to sheathunderwear.com and use code SIAT. That's S-Y-A-T-T at sheathunderwear.com. You're going to get 20% off of your first order and every order through sheathunderwear.com comes with the sheath underwear 100% money back guarantee. If you don't like it, send it back. They'll give you your money back, but trust me, that's not going to happen. They make an amazing product, and it helps support veterans and America and balls, okay? That's, what else do you need? V- veterans, Americans, and balls. That's ooh, that's a good combo. That ooh, I don't know why I just moaned there, but I did. So do me a favor. Go to sheathunderwear.com and let them support you and your balls and this podcast. Sheathunderwear.com, code SIET. Thank you very much to Dive Bar Nutrition and to Sheath Underwear. And thank you very much to you for listening. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please email me, wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be doing some new uh, calls probably in the next week or two. We still have a bunch that are coming out. And I just I like to keep ahead. And, and, and I love talking to you. So please email me, wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. And thank you very much to Jordan, like I said, at Syatt Fitness on Instagram. Follow him. Check him out. He's a great guy. And uh, I'm so happy that I was able to recap my 100-pound weight loss with my brother, Jordan Syatt. What happened to your eye? Oh, a little scrape right under the right under the eye. It's okay, though. Not too bad. What, what Was it during the tournament? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Nothing happened outside the tournament that... That would have done it, but I I don't know. Okay, like, I was gonna say, what, what do you happened. what do you mean? You think so? How often do you get hit in the eye? Yeah, I, nothing happened that like that I it, there wasn't a point in the competition where I was like, oh, something just happened to my eye. But then later in the day, I was like, oh shit, something happened. Okay, and you and you got silver. Yeah, got second, which I was stoked about. What it happened? Is, you got choked out. 
Yeah, triangle choked at, in the last ago. last match. I made a stupid mistake, but the guy was good. The guy, the guy who I lost to has been training for five years, and I'm just coming up on two years, so I'm not upset. I know the mistake that I made, but uh, yeah, I got got triangle choked real bad. And it, for a second, I was like, I'm just gonna pass out. I don't want to tap. And then I was like, Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna tap. <laughs> We're so different. I would have tapped out immediately. I, that, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want it. Who are you? Are you fucking Conor McGregor? Tap out. Nah, there's just there's something. I don't. Know, I get I get super competitive, and I was like, whatever. I'd rather go to sleep than than tap. And oh then, Jesus, that, and, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. I've never. I don't. I want to live my entire life without breaking a bone. Without. I don't want to. No. I don't want to ever wear a cast. I don't want to pass out. Are you serious? I mean, I don't want to, and I did. Yeah, tap. well, it sounds. Well, okay. <laughs> but that that probably that wouldn't even be a question. I'm gonna tap as soon as he like sweats into my face. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like any of that. That's disgusting. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this, buddy. It was uh, I appreciate it. I know you're very busy, dude. You look amazing. Well, you look absolutely. Incredible. I wish you weren't wearing the like same color as me because like <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as bad as the first one, but it's still like before and after. Like it's a it's a better after, but it's still like what what is it? how are you even tan like you go outside or something? What do you why do you go tanning? What do you mean like no the same I live in Texas. Yeah, I could I live in Texas and I would be the same I lived in LA for ten years and I was this color. I don't what what's outside that is so fun to you? I don't like I, you, I hate you go outside on purpose. I yeah, I hate the treadmill. So for Ugh. to get my steps in, I I always just walk outside. I literally, I had a podcast from three to four, and then an hour, and then this one. So in between, I just went outside and walked for an hour. I was gonna do that too, but then my uh, my day got a, a little bit away from me. But that's okay. I um, ugh, I don't. It is weird though. I was thinking about that. Um, I was in Milwaukee. Last year for two months, same hotel, and I was at there again uh, last month. I don't even know what day it is today, today to be honest. Um, but I was at the same hotel, and there was, uh, there is a grocery store, a six-minute walk across the street. And yep. I did it zero times when I was there last year. <laughs> like not it wasn't even like I, I like it was it was to the point where I saw people doing the walk at the hotel and I was like those crazy motherfuckers like they're walking to the they're gonna go get their stuff to make dinner. I I would no, no. Like it it, it I still like I was listening a little bit to like the, the first one we did in December yep. and I I I still I stand by most of what I said. I don't I don't like working out. Anyone who likes to work out, I think, has a tumor in their brain. Um, and 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 I don't. It might not be. And I might might not kill you, but it is a it is a tumor nonetheless. Um, there's a deformity I, causing that. Oh, there's a lot of deformities. Anyone who likes enjoys. None. No. None of that sounds good. But I will say that. I, and it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't have an eating, I just want to make sure this isn't mom. No. Okay. Um, I thought I heard my phone vibrate. Um, I don't think it's an eating disorder. 
it's, I guess it's sort of weird. When I was fat, I didn't want to say like eating was a, an addiction, even though I think it is. I'm the the one thing I'm nervous about, and we're starting at a weird place. We are going to talk about me losing weight, but the one thing that I want to make sure that I do see in myself is, and I've, this has happened before when I've lost weight. I get a little bit too addicted to the losing of the weight, mm. and like so, like I. For example, walked to the grocery store because I didn't. I wanted to make sure, like, oh, I had a couple beers with the guy I was working with, so now I got to And it's, uh, I, I don't know. I get too uh, attached to the number, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's also, I don't know. I justify it because when you're really big, that number for the wrong reason is important. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sort of like a weird uh mix to play yeah but 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 we're we're getting a a little bit actually you know what i'll let you respond to that i'm i'm all over the place we're starting kind of at the end but it's it's a really important place to start and just the fact that you brought it up there's a lot that's that's changed aside from your weight there's a lot that's changed i remember i don't know if it was the first podcast or, or i don't remember what it was if it was a conversation outside of the podcast but I remember you said something to the effect, like, you're like, listen, I'm either going to eat the entire pizza or not at all. And the other day, I, I think you and I were on the phone and you said something like you, it was at like our aunt and uncle's party. And you said you had a small portion of, I forget what it was. Lasagna you, and cake, which it doesn't sound like a, di- a diet thing, but uh, well, here's the thing. You're right that I, I wouldn't have done that months ago, but. I didn't do it. I wasn't happy about it. That there irrelevant. Was a, there was well, it, 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 irrelevant. It well, Before it was it's like, still kind of relevant. No, because I remember I I I ordered a large pepperoni pizza. Oh, I know you're you're an animal. You're a crazy person. Well, I mean, I, three I slices. I had like three slices of it, and you were like, yeah. "What the hell? That's ridiculous." You're like, "No, you're the the whole pizza, or not at all." And you were like. You were you were like I'll I'll never be that person, and this is a conversation I have with people all the time. But w- when you said that to me the other day, I didn't say it on the phone. But I was like, he I don't even know if he realizes that you have you you are in the process of becoming that person where you are now. Listen, I would way rather eat the whole pizza. Like, of course, I'm not happy when I'm like, all right, I got to be more moderate and in control now. Like, of like. Of course, I would rather eat the whole thing every time. Of course, I'd rather have more cake. I'd, like, it would be way more enjoyable. But part of the process is being like, listen, like I've had enough. And, and for you to be able to do that and have that small portion speaks tremendously to to not just your commitment and dedication, but to the changes that you've made on, from a habitual and pattern perspective. The other thing to talk about about the attachment to the weight is this is something early on. I I'm, I haven't re-listened to the first episode we did or the first talk we had, but that's why I said over and over again, you might hear it differently now that, that you can listen as opposed to being in part of the conversation is I was like, listen, don't eat so much less than the calories. I'm telling you, I was like, listen, I want you to eat the calories that I'm giving you. And I was like, the scale will slow down. The weight loss will slow down. And I've said it a lot because it's so, so important to know. And I, I'm just so beyond impressed with everything that you've done because I know you've lost weight in the past, but you've told me it's usually doing things like the juice cleanses or things that are very unsustainable. This time you've lost weight while enjoying 
your favorite foods. I remember for new year's, I remember you went and you got the, the, the pizza and like, you went and got all those things. And in that moment, I remember you, you being like a little bit worried about like ruining progress, but here we are several months later and you're down a hundred pounds because like you've been able to do it in moderation and you've been able to do it while including your favorite foods. The most important part, there isn't a doubt in my mind that this is something that you're going to be able to sustain for the rest of your life and continue to make progress on top of, because you know, you can enjoy your favorite foods while you do it. Like it, you've, you've proven it to yourself. Now the battle is going to be removing the attachment to the rapid progress. It's, it's going, you're going to have to get comfortable with not seeing the scale loss as quickly or as consistently now as you did before, and just keep on moving forward, even when you feel like it's not working. Right. It's definitely slowing down. And, um, thank you for everything you said. And thank you also for helping. It's, uh, it, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, we've been pretty open that we always haven't been the, uh, the best of friends. Um, but it's, uh, it was very cool of you to help and, and to offer your, uh, cause I, it's weird. I, and I said this the last time and I've said this to you, it's not that any of this is, see, it's not like you have a secret safe in your house with a secret to losing weight, but sometimes you need, uh, guidance and, and a little bit of just like, this is what you have to do. And, I do have to be I was not good about following the the calories that you I told know. me to follow. I I am a I'm been a bad boy. I um I I'm not terrible, but I do I try to keep it below f- f- between and it, it changes cuz I I went on Tuesday, so Tuesdays I go a little bit crazy and I go 18 to 1900 calories maybe. The rest of the week, it's somewhere between thirteen and fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. and then maybe like tonight. Tonight's my, my. Oh, this is the most depressing meal of my life. But I actually like it. Um, you might remember that our mom was pretty uh, strict about being kosher for Passover, so we couldn't have sandwiches. And I think you liked matzah for some crazy reason. Maybe you didn't. I don't remember if you did or not. Mm. Um, I hate matzah. So I would eat my favorite meal was tuna and eat, scooping it with potato chips. That was my that was my go to, and I that's so for my weigh in meal. And it's been like a pre weigh in meal. So Monday night meal. It's been it's probably been the majority of the seven months is I have tuna and I first start out with tuna sandwiches mm-hmm. with chips, and then I would just go to just tuna scooping with chips like the way I, the way I liked it. What I switched to about two months ago. And it makes me sad because I miss chips. But I have um, Parmesan, or no, white cheddar. I always think it's Parmesan. White cheddar rice cakes, and mm. I put the tuna on top of that. Okay. And, it, and I use light mayo, and and I I cry myself to sleep. But it um, it's it's going pretty well. I it's interesting when you said I get to have my favorite foods. I do. For those, if you haven't listened, I, uh, we did, we actually did like the night before I weighed in for the first time, or it might've been like I weighed in that day. It was right around that same, like within 24 hours. And, um, I'm doing OMAD, which means I eat one meal a day for the most part. I do. The, the nice thing about the trip I took to Milwaukee is I did, I wasn't forced to, but it was like sort of peer pressure like in my own mind of like the guy I'm working with was eating. So I'd have a salad or mm. some, some eggs or something. Um, but 
it's I've been able to maintain it as far as eating and I guess this is sort of what you're talking about with eating the whole pizza. I I think my the voice in my head is a little bit louder than yours saying eat the whole pizza, you idiot. Um yeah, I agree. But um I <laughs> you're like yeah. Um I I can eat pasta and like the other night I did have Annie's mac and cheese, the purple box. It's oh, delicious. there we go. It's so delicious. Good. But how many I calories don't, on the box? Like twelve hundred. I love. Th- I I just want to see if you knew. I love that oh, you just I, know that. I know. I know close to everything. I, um, yes, I love that. You just it's, know about twelve hundred. It's the top of your head. It's the family size box too, so I didn't have the whole thing. But Let's um, go. that's dude. I, there's so many changes that you've made that like. There's no way you would have known that. No, I like, wouldn't have cared either. Wouldn't um, have cared. And I would have put fried chicken in it as opposed to grilled chicken and i wouldn't have had peas in the salad um but i what i have done is like at the beginning of it of of dieting i would have bread a lot more and i would have chips and then like it was i was thinking about this then this is the weird the, the biggest change for me is like when i was in la i would have my trash can and it would just be full of fast food bags Mm. that was really like that was the majority of my diet um and i the last time i had fast food was in uh jan it was either january or february of this year and i went to chick-fil-a and got two grilled chicken sandwiches and some french fries and i haven't been uh since so it is i do see a change with that and i do see like what i was getting to with the favorite foods like i love pasta I love bread. I love anything that with gluten in it is my favorite. And I I choose not to have it as much only because I and it's weird. I I know not everyone can have a Patreon where they have people uh working out with them or or that they're committed to, but I I honestly think that is the the main reason why this has worked because I feel I don't want to feel like it would be I feel like it would be shitty of me to take people's 5 bucks a month and then I'd weigh in every Tuesday and be like I don't know what happened I'm up I'm up a pound and a half meanwhile I'm eating donuts um actually and I I haven't told anybody this but um right where the first week I started um, mom was having a cleaning lady. She has a cleaning lady that comes oh, once or twice a month. She comes at like eight in the morning on a Saturday. Ileana? Yeah. For no reason. I can't, I hate it so much, but I was, it was like the first week of working out and eating right. And, uh, mom asked me to get coffee for her and Ileana and like, they wanted like a bagel. And I was just, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. And I actually got a half dozen donuts. Um, and I was like, fuck this diet. Jordan doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to eat all these goddamn donuts. And, and I, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Gone in like a day and a half. Um, and, at most. Um, but I still lost weight that week, which hey, is amazing. A day and a half to eat six donuts? Mm, probably not. Um, <laughs> that was, that was trying to make myself feel better. I, 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 I've broken a dozen down and, and, two sittings before. Um, but I, I did, I kind of snapped a little bit and I got those donuts cause I, I wanted them. And, um, but other than that, I've been able to like, 
like the thought, the thing that got me back on track was the, those people. And I think that's why like a lot of people like, like you have your inner circle um, group community. and there's community. I'm sorry. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Cults. No. 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 Um, that's <laughs> <a joke. laughs> no what I'm, the reason I said community is because having a community is arguably in, in the top, not arguably, it is within the top three most important things you can do, not just for weight loss, but for health in general, having a community of people. Um, a lot of us lack that in our lives, not just because of the pandemic and the last year and a half, but in, in life, a lot of us lack a community of people who support us and encourage us. And um, th there's, I, I am not surprised at all that that is the thing that you feel has kept you going most. It makes a lot of sense and I, i'm so glad that you have that community what a blessing yeah no it's been it's been great and it's you know it's like i struggle with it like uh i should be i should have been willing or able to do it for myself and it, like i shouldn't just be for other people and i i enjoy it um i enjoy having lost the weight but i guess on the other side of it it's whatever got me to do it is is good and then the what i'm interested in talking with you today is and i'm i'm not there yet i'm still i still probably have 80 ish pounds i want to lose um but what do you i guess let's start there first when when you get to the point like you just talked about with someone who's lost a good amount of weight but still has a way to go and the scale starts slowing down how do you recommend they change the, what they're doing? Well, it's a good question. And it really depends on what I think that person might need to change because there are different reasons and different things that that person might need to change. Before we talk about that, I do just want to say one thing. Um, you're talking about community and you said you even felt a little bit bad about like, well, I should have wanted to do this for myself rather than having, you know, a community. Um, I think it's really important, number one, to focus on the positive rather than focusing on the negative. So just the fact that, that you've made the change and is the most important, regardless of the reason why. That being said, it's worth discussing. I'm sure you know you know of Jordan Peterson. I, I, I've never met him, but I've heard of him. So clinical psychologist, he's changed my life in many, many ways. One of the things that he's spoken about that really hit home with me that makes a lot of sense is... Um, a lot of people who are sick, they're given medication, right? The doctor says, here's your medication. Take this however many times a week, a, a, a certain percentage, like a pretty significant percentage of those people won't take their medication. Like they have the medication, they're sick. They know they need that medication in order to, to feel better, to be better, to be healthier. They don't take it. But if their dog gets sick and the veterinarian gives them medication for their dog, they will make sure their dog gets that medication exactly when they need it over and over and over again. They won't take care of themselves, but they'll take care of their dog. A lot of, a lot of moms are notorious for doing this. Like they won't take care of themselves, but they'll take care of their kids at all costs. They'll make sure their kids are good, but they don't prioritize themselves. And I think it really speaks a lot to human nature in that we are often far worse to ourselves than we are to other people. And we would probably be nicer to our own worst enemy than we would be to ourselves. So rather than trying to, to, rather than feeling bad 
that you didn't do it for yourself, that it took you getting a community. I would say, look at the positive and say, you did what you needed to do to make yourself finally prioritize yourself. That's what needs to be recognized. I think it's human nature to, to get more motivated and really get really get more encouraged when you have a community behind you than to do it by yourself, right? We're all more motivated when other people are watching. So I, I just want to commend you for that as opposed to looking at it as a negative. Um, as far as changes people need to make, I'm going to speak directly to you about you rather than speaking in generalities. Um, you have done a tremendous job in a very short time frame. Um, I knew you were not following the calorie guidelines I gave you because you wouldn't have lost weight this quickly if you were. Um, that's not a bad. And I told. And I told you. And, and you told me. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. just, just based on simple math. There's you would not have lost this much weight that quickly. It's not a bad thing. Um, I can tell just by looking like you're happier. You're more confident. Like you, I'm just so overwhelmingly happy and excited to see how, how happy you look and how much healthier you look. It's like, it's amazing. Even I feel like the tone in your voice is different than it was when we first started speaking. Um, I'm just like very emotionally emotional and very happy about it. Um, so it's not bad that you lost weight more quickly, but we do need to discuss going forward potential issues with things that, that if you don't change them, right? So going forward, you know, the weight loss is going to slow down. You know that it already has started. It's, it, it slows down every few months, which is normal. And as long as you understand that, that's great. The potential issue that I see based on what you've said thus far today is for the phrase you use to use your own words. You said, I cry myself to sleep while I ha after having the rice cakes with the tuna instead of the chips that you actually enjoy or whatever it is. As weight loss slows down even more than it already has, if you are not enjoying the way that you're eating to some extent, doesn't mean it has to be like, like, oh my God, I just love this so much. But if you're not finding ways to enjoy it and the weight loss isn't going as quickly as you want, you are much more likely, and by you, I mean people in general, are more likely to quit because they think, well, what's the point if it's not working? What's the point of crying myself to sleep if this isn't working? Right. Oh, no, you're 100% you're right. right. I, that's, I mean, that's why I think it's failed before. And it's because and, and it, I've lost weight. I did it a couple times with like the juice fast and ways, but I also did it sustainably, quote unquote, before um, I wasn't being as strict and i also that's why i like omad so much because mm. i do i i have the tuna on rice cakes uh on monday because i weigh in on tuesday so yep. i want to i want i don't want to have a lot in my stomach but like let's see what i had this week um i could even probably go and check um it doesn't matter um but i like uh, so for example on tuesdays a lot of times i'll have Chinese like on my it's my birthday today when it comes out um so uh, I'm gonna have Chinese food but sometimes I have steak or sometimes I have pasta or that's what that's what I had oh, good Amazing. I had I had that's when I had the mac and cheese I had um I had the mac and cheese and I, I put in some grilled chicken but I also have like the little uh barber 
chicken cordon blues. We we had them as kids, and they still make oh, them, and they're still I just as good. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't. Um, I, I I've been keeping them in uh in in money for like the past few years, but uh, I. I like I do it I like what I'm doing because I don't feel the only thing I don't get to have is dessert unfortunately um and I I do but it's caramel rice cakes and it's it's only like once or twice a week um why 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 are you not able to because I I'll eat of sleep I'll eat seven and then <laughs> it's 350 calories and I I it's what I've the pizza example or the lasagna cake example, which is a funny thing to say on a uh, losing weight podcast, but I, I want to eat as much as I can. Mm. So I would, I'd rather eat some chips or I don't know, another piece of chicken cordon bleu or whatever, as opposed to some rice cakes that aren't really going to fill me up. So like that, those are like the, um the decisions i'm making right now um and i yeah i i do enjoy for the most part what i'm eating um i don't think i've gone to a place yet and we'll find out um tomorrow because today when i get the chinese food because i get to have fried stuff um i'm gonna have chicken fingers and all that delicious disgusting stuff but I don't think I'm at a place, and of course they're gonna vacuum now. Um, I I don't I don't think I'm at the place yet where, like some people say, oh I don't I don't crave that stuff, I don't like that stuff. Every time I drive by McDonald's, my 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 uh, my body wants to throw itself from the car, and and just put my face in the fry later. Um, but I I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be fun, but I. I just yeah I can't I don't I think that's gonna be where like the addiction part comes in because I'm like you post I don't understand why you post videos on your story of you eating salad for lunch every day like you've done it you're there just <laughs> have have a sandwich please I'm I'm begging you to have a sandwich um but I I don't know I so I think you're right that I need to be prepared for it. I. What, like, if you had a client who, I guess, never mind, it could just be me. Um, how, do you adjust? Like, at what point do you start making like different changes? Like, do you start mm-hmm. even cutting the diet down further or working yeah. out more? Or, like, when does that come in? So, so here's the you bring up a really good point. And it's one of the reasons why I started you at higher calories because right now you're, you're thinking about cutting even more, getting more restrictive, but you're also understanding like how much more restrictive can I get? Like you can't get much more restrictive, right? Um, I like to start at a higher calorie intake. I like to start at something that is uh, slower from the beginning because when it comes time to cut, then you have more room to cut. But the thing is, and this is what's really important for you to understand you, if, if you started following the calorie guidelines I gave you right now, you would still be in a calorie deficit. Like you said that on your crazy day, you'll maybe go 18, 1900 calories. That's still a significant calorie deficit for you. So if you ate that 
I'm not telling you to do this because what you're doing I'm not is going, fine. I'm but not let's going just, to. Let's just say for the sake of argument, but for not even argument, for the, for the sake of what you asked, like what I would have a client do. Let's just say you ate 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day every day. Let's just say that. You would still lose weight. You still would. Now, you said something. You said the reason that you don't have dessert on some days is because you want to eat foods that fill you up because I'm assuming you don't want to go to bed hungry. Like you want you want to be full. And this right. is a very common thing. You want to get as full as possible so you eat foods that are going to fill you up so then you don't have dessert. Well, if I was going to make a change to what you were doing is I would – take a couple of days, not every day, but two to three days a week. And I would eat more calories. It's something that I call, I call it calorie cycling. That's a big thing that I do. I have like three high days a week and four lower days a week. Um, do you mean when you say high days, is that over a calorie? Are you not in a calorie deficit? Depending on the person for, for you, I'd say, no, let's say, I would say go to two, 1800 to 2000, three days a week. And the other days do exactly what you're doing right now. Still calorie deficit every day, but this way you have three days a week where you can eat more. You can enjoy some of your favorite foods. Uh, you can get more full, right? There's really something to be said for being able to get full and still losing weight. The reason this is the change that I would make is because um, there are other things we can do like in terms of exercise and stuff, but I, my foremost goal right now is to make sure that you can sustain this forever. And if you, if you keep hacking, keep hacking the calories, increasing the exercise, getting more restrictive, it, you can't sustain it. You, you just can't, it just, it eventually you won't. Um, and I want you to be able to prove to yourself that you can eat more and it's okay. And, and it, it's, it's essential to, to do that because otherwise there will come a point where you just keep hacking, keep hacking, keep hacking. And it's like, how much more can you hack? Right. And I, I want to get, I, I'm going to talk to you about maintaining, but um, what just came to mind is a question that I'm, I'm not really struggling with it yet, but when, at what point do you tell people to switch from losing to maintaining? It's a great question. Um, it does depend on the person. Um, I would say this, there's different two, there are many different types, but I'd say there's two main types of maintaining. The first type of maintaining is the long-term, the one that most people think about where it's like, all right, like I've lost enough body fat. I'm good. I don't really need to lose weight anymore. And they switch into what's called maintenance. Uh, I actually, in the inner circle, I, I call it momentum. Um, I don't, the, the term maintenance often denotes like you're not making progress. You're just maintaining where you are. And I think a lot of people shy away from maintenance because of that term. They think, well, I'm just not going to be making progress. I call it momentum because going into a maintenance phase really builds momentum for so much more to come. Uh, so one type of maintenance or momentum is long-term. Another is a more short-term in which um, essentially it's another term I would call for a diet break where you increase your calories for a relatively brief period of time. I would say the shortest time frame that I would ever do is two weeks, but I've had some people do a month, three months, six months of a diet break where they've just been dieting for a while and they're tired of it. And if they keep going, they're just going to binge and, and go off track. So I'm like, let's increase your calories, focus on maintaining your current weight and just building a healthy relationship with food 
exercising, getting stronger. And then when you're ready to go back into a calorie deficit, we can, um, it completely depends on the person. But if I notice, like, I don't think you're ready for that yet, just based on everything you've said in terms of you still, you sound super motivated. Like you sound determined. You sound like you're really in a mindset where you're like, like, I'm going to lose this fucking weight. So I don't want to be like, ah, let's put you in a momentum or maintenance phase. Cause that would sort of ruin the momentum of what you're doing right now. But if you get to a point where you're like, I'm exhausted, I'm tired of it. I don't like it. I'm, I'm done. I need a break. Then I'd say, all right, let, let's increase your calories. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. I have a feeling that's not where you are yet. Oh, I'm no. I mean, I would love to go eat more um, right now. But no, I, I'm at right now. I'm at two thirty four ish. I, I weighed in at two thirty five last week. Uh, tomorrow I'll weigh in again. Um, I'm, I'm going back. Like obviously, like BMI. I I think I should be somewhere between one thirty five, one four. What are you? What's? I mean, we're about the same height. What? Should, yeah. What? What should you be? What's your, like, do you, you probably know BMI a little bit more than well, I do. So, so for me, it's a little bit different. Just BMI, BMI is, it's not bad there. It's not good for a very athletic individual because it doesn't take into account muscle mass. So right. according to BMI, I'm technically overweight just because of the muscle mass that I have. What are you supposed to be? Uh, I believe like, to BMI. About, like about 130, 135. Okay. Um, yeah. Like that's. But that's with muscle mass that doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, I don't really care about BMI as much. I I was one sixty freshman year of high school. And so that I'm I'm struggling. I think probably healthy would be around one fifty. Oh yeah. That'd be um, I th- and then maybe go to like one forty five just to give myself a little bit of a buffer. Um if I get to 136, that's 200 pounds, and that number just sounds depressing but cool. Um, cool like now, it. depressing that I got that ha- that high. But I I don't want to get I, – I have a feeling that that might be a little bit light for me because, if I mean, if you had to do a cut to get down into the 130s uh, for your jiu-jitsu tournament, then, yeah, it's good. And especially with my loose skin, that's going to be an issue. So – as of right now, I'm I'm kind of aiming for like 145 ish, and then it's a great goal. It's a wonderful goal. And then we'll see about 150. Um, but when, how do you get getting to momentum? The momentum phase. Well, I I'm backing up again. I guess a little bit. How do, the big thing that you you. Uh, encourage and we've said it a million times on this episode too is calorie deficit Mm -hmm. how do you how do you find out how many calories you're burning great question i i don't care how many calories i'm burning i don't it doesn't matter to me um it's but no but you have to sort of know to be in a deficit so it's, it's very simple. It's, it's a lot of people overcomplicate it, right? Like big, a calorie deficit just means that you're burning more calories than you're eating, right? right. So in, in your mind, you're like, well, then you should have to know how many calories you're burning. The issue with that is all of the, the tools, the, the watches or whatever it is that tell you how many calories you're burning, they're massively inaccurate. Um, so I choose not to go by one of the things that tell me how many calories I'm burning. I choose to go by progress and progress is either weight on the scale 
or measurements or pictures or clothing size, any of that. If one of those things are improving, going the way that I want it to go, then I know that my calorie intake is in the correct range. So you don't need to know how many calories you're burning in order to know that you're, you've clearly been in a calorie deficit this whole time because you've lost a hundred pounds or more. Like you, you know that. Right. No, now, no. I, I understand that I have been, but I'm just saying for someone who's new, like, is, is there an average, like is, is, is 2000 just cause I keep hearing that number. I've heard that number my whole life. Is that like a good place to start? So, so in terms of how to figure out your calorie deficit is what you're asking. Right. So, and to figure out your calorie deficit, I have a very simple equation. I have a whole, I have two videos on YouTube explaining it. If you search calorie calculator, sci it on you on Google, you'll find it. But the very simple equation is you take your goal body weight, whatever your goal body weight is, and you multiply it by 12. And that's, that's going to be your calorie guideline. So let's do that right now. Let's just take your current example. Let's say you will get 145, 145 times 12 is 1740, right? So from here, I don't like just having a singular number because hitting 1740 is a little bit annoying. So I would do from, I would do a, a range of about 1650 to 1850 or so would be a really good range for someone whose goal body weight is 145. Now you can see that's significantly more than you're eating right now already right? Like that's significantly more. So if you wanted to have an average of about 17, 1800 calories a day, you'd still lose weight at a pretty significant rate. Um, so that that's my calorie calculator. Um, so what do you do? Like what I was going to go from there is, so like, let's say I get down to 145, 150 and I'm, I'm done. What do I choose for momentum mode? How much correct. more do I get to have? So, so this, this is where it gets a little bit more annoying. I'm sure you've heard people say losing weight, the easy part, maintaining it's the hard part, um, which it makes sense. It is the, the hard part here is there's many hard parts. One of them is just the mentality of going from a fat loss focused mindset to a momentum or maintenance focused mindset. It can be very difficult to deliberately increase calories. Very, very difficult to do mentally. Um, but the difficult part practically is slowly increasing calories until you notice your weight starting to stabilize. I posted something about this recently that I got a lot of great feedback to because I, I didn't realize it, but a lot of people didn't weren't aware of this. And I'm sure you've seen with my weight loss and my recent cut for jujitsu, weight fluctuates pretty consistently. Weight is every day, up, up and down, up and down. Even when I'm in a calorie deficit, I have a random spike up. When people think of weight maintenance, they oftentimes just expect their weight to stay exactly the same every day, like 145 every day. For me, it's, you should have about a five pound range of fluctuation. So when, let's say you get to 145, you want to go into a maintenance momentum phase. Um, you slowly increase calories. And I would say to the tune of about like, start with hundred calories a day. So you had hundred calories a day. So if you're, let's say you're eating 1500, increase it to 1600, right? Every day. You track your weight over the course of two weeks at about 1600 calories a day. Odds are, and not even odds are, you would still be in a calorie deficit at 1600 a day. So you'd probably notice your weight staying about the same, maybe even dropping slightly. So you, then you increase again, another hundred calories a day, 1700, you would still be in a calorie deficit. You notice your weight dropping a little bit, increase your calories again. This is a slow process. This happens over the course of a month, two months, three months until you get to a point where, oh, my weight didn't drop this week. Oh, my weight actually slightly went up this week. Oh, my weight has maintained from the last week. So now over the course of two, three months, you've found your maintenance through just slowly, progressively adding them back. 
that there is an equation you can use that you could just use to jump right to probably what your maintenance is around. Um, but I prefer to do it a little bit more slowly for a couple of reasons. Number one, because if you just immediately jump bump calories up, like we'll call it 500 a day, let's say your maintenance is 500 calories a day higher. You will notice an immediate scale increase, not because you gained weight or not because you gained fat, excuse me, but because you have more food in your stomach and that can screw with people mentally. Like, oh my God, I gained four pounds overnight. It's like, that's normal. You put more food in your stomach. The other reason, and this is especially pertinent to people who lose a lot of weight, Someone who is naturally 145 pounds will have a different metabolic rate than someone who dropped a hundred pounds to get to 145 pounds. What's right? metabolic rate? I don't know what that means. Your, your metabolism, your metabolism will, will a person who's naturally 145 will have likely have a higher metabolism, a faster metabolism than someone who dropped a lot of weight to get there Those because it, it, it's, it's part of something called metabolic adaptation as to which as you lose more and more and more weight, your metabolism naturally declines. This is not a bad thing. It's a normal part of, um, of losing weight, your metabolism. It's not a, a radical thing. It's not crazy, 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 but it is a normal thing. The best way to combat that is strength training because with more muscle comes a higher metabolic rate. This is why building muscle is so helpful because the more muscle you build, the more calories your body burns just at rest while you sleep. So at, what my prediction is, is as you continue to lose weight and as you start to, to uh, get closer to achieving your weight loss goal, I have a feeling you're going to start really getting into weightlifting because you're, I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But when you realize that weightlifting is going to allow you to eat more and it's actually going to allow you to like eat more while still losing fat. I've known, I've found this with a lot of people, people are like, Nope, never going to do it. Never going to do it. Doesn't mean you're going to like it, but it becomes worth it because a 45 minute strength workout doesn't burn as many calories as a 45 minute cardio workout, but that strength workout compounded over a year, two years, three years can add a significant number of calories to your day. I've chased that dragon before though. I used to, I was, I went to a cut the last time I lost a bunch of weight. I went to a kettlebell gym three days a week, and we I got in pretty for me good shape. For you, it'd still make you sad, um, but for me, it was pretty good shape. And I started going to Jack in the Box to get breakfast sandwiches on the way home because I needed that protein. But of course, I got uh, like three or four uh, hash browns with it. And then the fucked up thing is, once that gym closed, my metabolism that I had built stuck around for a month or two. And I kept eating like a like a a, a jungaloo. Um, I don't even know what that means. Um, but I, it's possible. I really don't think so. I mean, I, I would love it. It would be fun to have like the abs that you have. That that must be a fun thing every once in a while, just to look at them and be like, oh, look at that shit. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I enjoy being fitting into clothes. I enjoy. Uh, not breathing like I'm running a marathon all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure my heart's healthier. Um, girls like me more that all that's great, but I, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I'm, I know you for, I know for a fact, you remember that John Panette bit about, I'm not going to end up at the, uh, workout wing of the Betty Ford clinic doing jumping jacks. Um, yeah, I, and that's, that's sort of a weird thing that I'm coming to terms with is like, it's, I think we are who we are. And that's, 
I, I say it a lot, and I, I'm not throwing shade. I, I'm very impressed with like Action Bronson and Ethan Supley and, and, and the fact that they were able to, to go from as big as they were into really liking working out. But I, for me, I'm just trying to prove to myself and I guess to everyone else that I can be the lazy person I want to be um, and eat snacks but I, I don't have to be 300 plus pounds and I can uh, still take a nap when I want to like that. I guess it probably, it must be worth it to you since you do it, but are the abs worth all the work you have to do to have them? Like would it, would you be just as happy 20 pounds heavier and like have a, a much more of your day free to Dude, I think you'd be surprised at I, I think you'd be surprised at how little I do to maintain my current mm, physique. You own an aerosol bike. I don't that, it's that, in my closet. It's in my closet because right? I have a gym downstairs. You but. still own it. <laughs> you made that purchase on purpose. Um, Here's the thing. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. We're different. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I think you would be shocked at how little you actually have to do in order to get those types of results. Um, a lot of what I see on social media and Instagram and, and all this is like, you got to go every day and work out and go like, I, you don't, you don't. And that's what I mean when I say like, I'm excited for you to come to Dallas and to get some workouts in with me. Cause I think you're going to be surprised at how much rest I take in between sets I think you're going to be surprised at how little we actually sweat during the workout. I think you're going to be surprised at how much of my focus is just on lifting and, and strength as opposed to getting your heart rate up. I love kettlebells. I, I was, the first gym I ever worked at was in Newton center as a kettlebell gym. I love it. Um, but I used to think that in order to burn fat and to get lean and all that you had to be sweating and going crazy. There's nothing wrong with those workouts. I still enjoy those workouts, but in order to, to, you don't need those types of workouts in order to, uh, look the way you want to look in order to get abs, if you will. And I, I could be wrong I, and I'm totally fine if I'm wrong with about this, but I have a feeling that if you work out with me a few times and you see how I actually work out, I think you're going to like it. I, well, I, again, that, would, that, would, that, would, that would be a great surprise. I think I'm going to hate every second of it, and I'm going to make you take me for Mexican food after Deal. Uh, as, a, as a punishment to you. You know and why? You know why? I actually, I have some, some uh, historical evidence to prove why I think you're actually going to like it. I don't know. I don't, you might be surprised to remember this. I remember in high school what your favorite lift was working out. What was it? Now, let's see if you remember. Leg press. Well, I was good at it. I had <laughs> to carry. I, 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 I had to carry around all that extra weight. I got some. I and, got some good ass legs. And but now I my knees. Remember, crazy, I remember you being so excited about how much you could leg press, because it was a lot of weight that you could lift. And this is the the basic foundation of why I think you're going to love the workouts because 
It's about performance and it's about getting stronger. And I have a feeling that when you start lift, when I, you're doing lower body workouts with me and you're, you're lifting much more than you thought you could. Like, I think you're going to be much stronger than you expect. You're going to be much better at it than you expect. And when you realize that you are good at it, that's what fuels people to do it more. It's like people love what they're good at. I think you're jinxing me. Now you're going to make me work out. And I'm going to, if I enjoy, if I have to do this now, for a long, I'm like, you're going to be in trouble. I don't, ugh. I, I, my prediction is you will love the lower body workouts. You will not like the upper body workouts as much at first until, and I'm getting, I'm glad this is recorded. I don't think you're going to like them as much until you end up getting your first chin up, which I have no doubt that you're going to do. I have I, doubts. I, don't. I have some serious doubts. I've had many, many, many people tell me that they don't think they're ever going to get their first chin up. And then I have, I have women now cranking out weighted chin ups with 25 pounds strapped around their waist. There's not a doubt in my mind that you'll do that. And when that day comes that you get your first chin up, I I cannot wait to do another podcast with you. We'll do many in between then and now, but I'm very excited for the day when when we sit down, we have a beer and you're, and you're like, wow, I didn't realize that it was going to be like, I didn't have to do that much to get to this point. It doesn't mean the workouts are going to be easy. Like, of course they're challenging and they're difficult, but I think you're going to enjoy them much more than you expect. And then you're going to build muscle. You're going to get stronger. You're going to get more defined and you're gonna be like, wow, I can do this three times a week. And that's amazing. And it takes about 45 minutes to an hour. I can eat more and enjoy it. And I, th- I, that's my prediction. I could be wrong, but that's my prediction. Well, that would be quite an achievement. I don't. I I disagree with most of the words you just said, but uh, we'll see what happens. What do you? Because I made a big idiot out of myself, and I I uh, I said on uh, my Patreon that when I lost a hundred pounds, I would train for and run my one and only five k, um, <laughs> just because I'm an idiot and I was post I was procrastinating, hoping I would never hit a hundred pounds down, and now I did it. So I got I got to start. Um, do you have any tips for someone who's literally never run before? Yes. Uh, I would say start by not running. Start by walking. Okay. Um, very important. Very important because the the biggest mistake that I see people making is they just immediately start trying to run and they get horribly injured. Um, your joints and your tendons and your ligaments are not yet accustomed to the force that's going to be put on, on them with running. So the first goal would just be, I would say walk and you don't have to walk a whole 5k first, but I would say, make sure you can walk for at least 30 minutes straight, which I'm sure you can do now. Um, just walk for 30 minutes. Once you can walk for 30 minutes, I would do like a jock, a jock, a jog walk approach where you, you will say you walk for five minutes and then you jog for 20 seconds and you do that for 30 minutes. And then from there you go for like you, you walk for five minutes and then you jog for up to a minute. And then you walk for five minutes and jog up to a minute, walk for five minutes and walk for a jog for a minute until then. Maybe you can start reducing the time walking. So walk for four minutes and then jog for a minute and a half and then walk for four minutes and then jog for a minute and a half. It's a slow and progressive walk jog method that is very, very important because as you run and, and jog and then run, the faster you're going, the more force you're putting into the ground. The reason your joints can more easily take walking is because there's less force being put into the ground. But every time you hit that ground, that ground is hitting you back. 
and and the harder and faster you go, the more and more forces being transferred, which it can be more and more dangerous. Uh, I don't want idiot shin splints. Shin splints are devastating and they will prevent you from running. And I think the best way to do it is to slowly build up the resiliency of your joints and tendons and ligaments to, by walking and jogging at first. Are shin splints real? I thought that's what like just chubby people came up with when they didn't want to go to gym class anymore. Like, ah, oh, I got shin splints. Oh, no, they're real. They're real? Okay. They are I had them when I was younger. I remember in the first podcast, I told you I used to run like 15 miles a day. Um, they, they, they are devastating. Like they can wreak havoc on. Yeah. Abs- they're, they're one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. 15 miles. Oh, gross. Um, well that, that's good to know. I, um, ugh, I, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking about running 15 miles and it made me sad on the inside. Um, I, I really appreciate it. I mean, I, I, um, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a mental thing going through this and it's been a, a big help having you, uh, on my side. And I, um, hope you're wrong about me enjoying working out because I, I, I have a lot of stuff, important things to do. I got a lot of Instagram and YouTube to watch and I, <laughs> I, I feel like you haven't taken a nap in a decade and they're, they're pretty nice. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, I'll, I'll take it, and um, I guess we'll see. If you had to guess, I think it's probably going to be another eight to twelve months. How long do you think it's going to be for me to lose the next eighty pounds? So yeah, I would say at least at least eight to twelve months at minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I, I always think about it in, in terms of um, if you lost one pound a week every week that'd be 52 pounds in a year. And that would be amazing, amazing progress. If you lost one pound a week, every week, that's incredible progress. So 52 pounds in a year, if you're, if you're 50 pounds down in a year from now, so 150 total, like that would be extraordinary. Um, so yeah, I I think eight to 12 months minimum. And I, I know you're not going to listen to me here, but I have to say it. I would really try to keep the perspective of don't rush this because when you try and rush it, when you have like a deadline by which you're trying to meet a certain amount of weight lost, it can really, it gets easier to get down on yourself because you feel like you're not making progress quickly enough, even when you are. And it, it often encourages you to be more rigid and strict than you need to be. So if it was my choice, I would say have three days a week where you eat about 1,800 to 2,000 calories. This is what I would recommend. And I, whether you follow it or not, irrelevant. Three days a week, 1,800 to 2,000 calories. Four days a week of whatever you're currently doing right now. And that would be my recommendation. And it will be slower weight loss, but you'll get more full. Uh, I, I bet you'll you, you'll get more full. You'll It'll be more enjoyable. Um that's what I would recommend. But regardless, I am so beyond impressed with you. Um, I really, I don't know if there's a words to articulate how I, I don't like to say I'm proud just because it sort of implies that like, I don't want to take any credit for the work that you've done. So I think the best way for me to express how I feel is I'm just impressed and very happy and, and really, really, um, grateful that we, this has like brought us closer together than we've been in like 10 years. And, uh, I, there's not a doubt in my mind that you're going to succeed far beyond your wildest dreams. And I'm incredibly blessed and lucky to be a part of it. 
Well, thank you. You have a lot of stuff on the internet. You have the <laughs> Jordan Side mini podcast. You have the Inner Circle. You have your YouTube channel. You have your Instagram. All of that is at Side Fitness, except for YouTube. That's just Jordan Side, right? Correct. Correct. Yep. Okay. And um, what day of the week does your podcast come out? You're going to laugh when I say this because I think you, you, you'll you be like, wow, that sounds exactly it, like you. There is no day that it comes out. I just publish it whenever. So is that is that what – am I thinking about you right now the way you think about me when I tell you that I, I, I only eat like 1,200 calories? You're like, yeah, yeah. What is that yeah. idiot doing? Yeah. Or, I'm, I that's how I do everything. Like I'm – I'm very much just like, oh, all right, we'll just throw it up now. Like I, I have no schedule with anything that I do. It's just like, all right, that's it. And yeah, yep. Well, it just well, comes out whenever it comes out. Now so I'm make, glad. make sure you're subscribed so you get notified. <laughs> now I'm glad you have a black eye because you deserve it. Um, <laughs> but thank you very much, Jordan, and go follow him at Syatt Fitness. And maybe one day we'll do a, a brother and brother uh, Speedo calendar shoot for you. And, like um, it. oh yeah. Oh, and try, I'll wear a thong. Well, wear the, the Borat thong suit. Oh, good. Good. I, I'm sure you have one. I actually almost bought one recently. But. I, I, um, <laughs> do I know my brother? Of course. His, his poor. Oh, I should have got one of those from one of my daily weigh-ins. Oh God, that would have been so good. Well, now you got to gain weight and lose it again. Um, but <laughs> thank you very much, buddy. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you very much to Jordan for coming on. Don't forget, check out his podcast, the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. You could also check him out on Instagram at Syatt Fitness. He's a great guy, very knowledgeable, and it was, as always, great having him on talking about health and losing weight, and and it, I, uh, I'm excited to lose the next 80. So when I get there, we'll, we'll do a, a brother and brother speedo photo shoot who knows maybe he'll be chubby by then he'll be married and and uh and 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 he'll he'll be given up on on looking good and he'll be fat so jordan if you ever want to get fat i can help you out buddy uh he helped me lose weight i can help him gain weight so thank you very much to jordan for coming on he's a great guy go follow him thank you so much for watching and listening if this was your first time watching the waistline podcast we come out every tuesday we have new episodes, and if you would like to be a guest, if you've lost weight, if you want to lose weight, if you're a health professional, whoever you are, I want to talk to you, email me, wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. That's wastelinepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much to Jordan. That's Syatt Fitness on Instagram. Check him out, and very much thank you to our sponsors, Go to sheathunderwear.com. That's sheathunderwear.com and use code SIET to get 20% off of your order. That's 20% off of your order at sheathunderwear.com. And every sheath underwear order comes with a 100% back money back guarantee. Sorry, 100% money back guarantee. I got so excited, I mumbled my words. And also, thank you to Dive Bar Nutrition. It's Dive Bar Nutrition. They have a th- ton of amazing flavors this one is the mint chip madness they have new flavors for gourmet ice cream this summer and they they're always adding new flavors so do me a favor go to divebarnutrition.com that's divebarnutrition.com support america support phil the owner he has an exercise science masters and 
He makes a delicious, delicious protein bar with caffeine in it. It's going to pump you up. You're going to enjoy it while you're eating it, and you're going to get more muscles, right? That's what, uh, is that convincing? You're going to get more muscles when you go to divebarnutrition.com and use code Lee to get 25% off of this and every order. That's divebarnutrition.com and use code Lee. Thank you very much to Dive Bar Nutrition and to Sheath Underwear. Thank you so much to Jordan Syant at Syant Fitness. And thank you for watching and listening. And you already know what your social media handles are, so I'm not going to give them out. But I would love uh, to talk to you, so email me, wastelinepodcast at gmail.com if you would like yourself to be a guest on the show coming up. Thank you very much to everyone and I will be back next week. And we start the journey next week. Now we're down. Now we're trying to get to one minus one eighty. That's the next big one. We'll see what happens after that. Thank you guys, and I'll see you next week on the Wasteland Podcast.